Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bourbon and Beignets. My name is Whitney Evans-Snarden. And I'm Ginger Moore. And this is a podcast, a Christian podcast about uh, love, life, happiness, uh, friendship. But last but not least, Jesus. I always, I always pipe up. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, yes. It's <laughs> like, like when you say amen real quick yeah. and uh, like the prayer's not over, but you're just urging someone yeah. to say it. Yeah. I, would, it. I just wanted to prompt you because it's been a while since we recorded. Yeah. So We're people, rusty. Right. People might not know that this podcast is about Jesus, but ultimately it is. So um, if you all didn't gather from the um, from the title of this podcast, Bourbon and Beignets, um, I'm the beignet I'm from New Orleans and... I'm the bourbon because I'm from Kentucky. That's it. Ironically, though, you like bourbon more, and I like beignets I do. more. So I love I love bourbon, and beignets like to, get messy. And we like to keep our listeners on their toes. Oh yeah, guessing you can't put us in a box. No, absolutely not. Um, it, listen, my head's big, so you need a really big box just to get the head <laughs> in, right? So, um, but yeah, man, we miss you all. Thank you so much for your comments and everything on social media and. It's been a fun season, a long season. Man, we've yeah. gone through a lot this season. Some we COVID. Have. We've had, what else? Um, well, we've had COVID. We've had travel. Travel, a we lot have, of travel. And your work has been crazy. Yeah, nuts. <clears throat> yeah, a couple surges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had some variants. We have some variants up in there. I think <laughs> since we've started this season of Seven Questions, I think we've had We've had two variants, mm-hmm. and I've, I mean, well, in the middle of this season, I know I've had COVID twice. You sampled this all the variants. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> ironically, uh, yeah. I would be a triple crown winner when yes. it comes to COVID. I've had three, yes. three of them. Yes, yes. Um, so that's been great. You have like COVID infinity stone gloves. Yeah, I'm that's trying. What it, yeah, I'm trying. I know, I know. Um, you know, it's not one of those things I really put out and brag on right, social right, media. Right, 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 right. Nobody wants to hear that. But, but we are, it's spring. Mm-hmm. We are healthy. Yep. We have gotten through Easter. We have. We and have. that's been fun. I know it was good. Did you have a good Easter? Oh man, it was so good. I of course spent it with my in laws, and um, I mean it's always great being around like your own, like not your own, but your like biological family, your own sure, family, sure. immediate family. But I absolutely love my in laws. I hit the in law jackpot. Like you really did. I really did. So it was Troy fun. Troy and Margaret. Troy and Margaret, man, they're, so they're cute. phenomenal. They're so cute. And so I um I didn't spend as much time with my mother in law. Which I usually do, but she was working. She's a nurse, so she was working, you know, um, throughout the weekend. So I spent more time with my father-in-law, which was pleasant. Like we had, Aww. we had a good time. Yeah, he's a deer. He, he really is, is a deer. He's cute. He's um, I think as much as he like does doesn't want to admit it. Like after my mother on the scale of like wanting grandbabies, definitely him. Oh, really? Yeah, Corbin has a little cousin who's three, and she reminds me so much of Raven, my little sister at that age, like just solid oh. and stocky. And he like had her on his lap and like, oh. you know, like you could see patting some her on the natural back. Grandfather instinct. He there. was, I mean, grinning from like ear to ear. Oh. So I was just like, oh, geez. I said, you ready for that, Grandpa? And he was just like, no. Like yeah. he looked at me with these big eyes. I'm like, dude, you're like eating this up. <laughs> like that kid could do no wrong. She could have like, Kicked him in the shins, and he would have been like, "Yes, do it again, do it again." If it made yeah. you happy, you can feel free to do that. That's it. Time. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. My Easter was great. How about well, yours? Good. Mine was good. Yeah. I had um, big Easter brunch at my house. It was so fun, and we just my table was overflowing with people. My buffet was overflowing with yes. food. It looked we good. Had, 
I know. Mm-hmm. I invited you, but you, you already did. had plans. I did. You know, with the in-laws. But um, we did mimosa bar. That was mm. fun. And this was the funnest. Yes. I did grown-up Easter egg hunt for all the adult children. Nice. Did they so, have money in the eggs? No. Is that a, y'all don't no. do that down here? We do um, that in New Orleans. No, oh, no, no. This is, I ordered these big eggs off of Amazon. They were Ooh. seven to eight inches tall. Yeah. And so I ordered 12. Inches. They so were big. Like, it looked like a yeah. dinosaur egg. Nice. Um, and then I went and I put all kinds of gift cards in them. Um, uh, Chipotle, mm-hmm. um, the Lord's Food, Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Um, Won't he do it? Let's see. Oh, I I did have cash, but I had a Visa card. Yeah. But then because you know all the young adults are on their own buying groceries, mm-hmm. I had a Kroger. I had two Kroger cards. That's smart. Um, because you can get gas with those too. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a, a multifaceted yes. gift card. It could do many Love things. Love it. Um, Let's see, Starbucks. Yes. So I had all different kinds like that. Yes. And then I also put candy in them. So, and then nice. it was cold and dreary. So I just hid them in the family room. Mm-hmm. And everybody, everybody found them quickly except Kelsey and Georgia Lee. And I was like, okay, guys, <laughs> I know with a little focus, perhaps you could look under those pillows on the couch <laughs> and find the eight inch purple egg. Um, so anyway, they, but, You okay. think that Georgia Lee working at, like, fairgrounds, like, having to, like, navigate a lot of grass and, like, yeah. wilderness. Mm-mm. No. Being inside. Maybe that was it. Maybe she was out of her element. She would have done better. I bet outside. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now the best part was Quentin came. Yes. And Quentin was our yes. worship leader, and he is also a member of our family. Yes. Um, I've got a lot of people now that text me and just call me mom. Yes. And it is the best. So he came to Easter brunch. Well, when he heard we were having an Easter egg hunt, even though he's 36, he mm-hmm. was like, I'm in. Absolutely. And he was pumped. Absolutely. And um, so anyway, it was just so sweet. And then when he got back to Nashville that afternoon late, he texted me, and he was, and it was so sweet. He said, Mom... Thanks for making Easter so awesome. It was Aww. just as fun as Christmas. Because, you know, we yeah. had, we had Christmas oh, yeah. with us, too. So oh, that yeah. was really, really just well, sweet. I, our listeners heard about the Christmas menu and story. And, you know. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you Quentin. didn't, if you didn't. Go back and listen. Quentin was like, what? You don't have any black people food? And yeah, I was like, oh, much. hold up. Well, I made your mac and cheese you again. Did. It made him yeah. happy. Yeah, good deal. Um, good deal. But he, you know, it's funny. I do deconstructed green bean bundles. Yeah. Which just means I don't have time to bundle those green beans and wrap them in yeah, bacon. So it's all that. the stuff that's in a green bean bundle. Mm-hmm. I just throw it all in a pan. That's it. Yes. And it's brown sugar and garlic mm-hmm. and butter. Well, he loved those. And oh, he yeah. was like, <laughs> he eats the mac and cheese and then he goes, I said, he wouldn't eat the grits. Mm-hmm. I make Gouda grits. He didn't want those. And he goes, I, I like other white people food. I eat those green bean things you put. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That's so green I, bean yeah, things. Yeah. So I guess putting brown sugar on the green beans was yeah, in, we in don't, his world. We, we don't was, do that. Um, so anyway, yeah. he but he, he makes, he elevates any holiday event. Yes. And yes. so it was very, very sweet. Yes. So. Yes. Definitely. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah but we've been, um, Georgia Lee is in the middle of spring meet at mm-hmm, Keeneland, and mm-hmm. so we have been up there. Yep. And um, we went two weeks ago to, I forget, oh, it was some stakes race. It was fun. Yeah. But the stakes race, if you don't know, if you're not a Kentucky person, the stakes race are, races are when really high-caliber mm-hmm. horses run. Yeah. 
and in your um, racing form, it tells you how much the horses have won. Yes. And so up leading up to the big stakes race, the um, you know you might have a horse that in its lifetime earnings was like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, you get to the stakes race. One of the horses had already in its racing history won like one point three million. Ooh. So you're looking at how much they've won and yeah. all of that. It's like March Madness. Yeah, it's kind right? of like that, yeah. kind of, except it's not a bracket. Correct. Um, That's right. That's so right. we were up there for some stakes races, and that was very, very fun. Nice. And um, I, I don't know how much to divulge, mm. but I mean, it's a Kentucky thing. And if you're yeah. not from Kentucky, you don't get it. Like, yeah. I remember years ago, we went to Derby. We got up on Sunday morning. We went to church in Louisville the day after Derby. We had won. Oh, yeah. And Mike had, it was, he won enough that we took everybody with us out to dinner that nice. night. Nice, yes. And um, so we get to church, and the preacher, I was like, only in Kentucky would mm-hmm. a preacher stand up and talk about, I hope all your horses run, uh, won yesterday. I exactly. hope that you bet on the winners because, you know, Oh, in yeah. some in some of Christendom, they would not smile. They'd be like, you smi- bet? Yeah, they would not smile upon yeah. betting on the ponies. But they in would Kentucky, not smile. They would smite. Yes, it, it's totally different in Is Kentucky. It? Yeah. And oh, so yeah. we and we're actually going up this next weekend. One of Georgia Lee's jobs for spring meet has been to line people up to sing my old Kentucky home in the national anthem. Mm-hmm. So we went up two weeks ago because our friend Alden. Who's one of our worship leaders? He was singing "My Old Kentucky Home" and the national anthem. Oh yeah! I'm going to be honest. Didn't knock it out of the park yeah. on "My Old Kentucky Home." Yeah, <laughs> forgot some of the words. Yeah. It happens. It's a wonky song. It is a wonky the, song. The lyrics are a little clunky. Yeah. yeah. But he did the national anthem. Yes. And it was so good that afterwards we were well into the races and we were standing down um, right behind the private box seats, watching a race. And this lady, she walked by us, and we're just all, there's like nine of us there. We're yeah. standing there. This lady walks by, and she turns and she looks. Well, she goes up to Alden, and she says, are you the young man that sang the national anthem? And he was, and you know, you all don't know Alden. Yeah. We know Alden. He is just so a humble, kind, yes. gentle soul that is also sang back up for Keith Urban. Right. You know. <laughs> no big so deal, right? At, at the Ryman. <laughs> um, and so he, he was like, yes, ma'am, that was me. And she said... That was one of the best national anthems we've ever had at Keeneland. And she worked for the governor's office. Ooh. Yeah. So anyway, so that was cool. And then yes. this next week yes. we're going, and our friend Paul Hadfield, who mm-hmm. used to live here, mm-hmm. and he has a band in Chattanooga. No, 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 no. Not just Chattanooga. Oh, terrible Chattanooga. Exactly. Is exactly. I refer to it. <laughs> um, hor- or horrible Chattanooga. Or horrible. I ref- both, horrible. both of yeah. those. Um, but he, his daughter is going to sing My Old Kentucky Home with him. She's yes. 16. Yes. Sophie's going to sing My Old Kentucky Home with him, and then he's going to sing the national anthem by himself. Nice. So we're going up and going to treat that's them to nice. a day. But that's... That's what's been going on with us. Man, that's fun, man. Yeah. That is fun. It's All the Kentucky a lot, things. A lot know? happening. I'm here for it. I am yeah. so here for it. Definitely. I think I, I think the only Kentucky Kentucky thing I've done this year is the Bourbon Trail. Yes. Yeah. What did was... you what what did you tour? Uh we went to like 10, 11 oh. different in one day? No, 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 no. Oh. We were there for maybe two to three days. Okay, so... I was gonna say, dear heavens, yeah, not no. good. My favorite 
was Rabbit Hole, though. Rabbit Hole was really? like my favorite. Yes. Like the first of all, the bourbon tastes really good. Um there there's one Derringer, it's aged in a um a sherry cask. So it the flavor's really? really good. And then another one, Cave Hill, which is their signature bourbon, it's just really good. And Corbin and I rarely agree on bourbon, so they were really good. But the distillery was so swanky like they had like velvet couches like they have like the tasting bar is like at the penthouse what was it called i'm gonna write it down rabbit hole rabbit hole and it's in louisville so it's one of the few distilleries in louisville we went there we went to old forester we did not drink anything in old foresters just to look and get a stamp on the book um heaven hill was great um corbin was trying to steal some of their heaven hill six year that did not work out um because it's like now it's like a 15 dollar bottle of bourbon that now is worth 150 150 dollars because it's they don't make it anymore um then uh we went to makers we went to did you go to woodford no, but that's my favorite. Woodford is my favorite bourbon. After like uh, Rabbit Hole is probably my second favorite now, but Woodford is my favorite. We're going there next. That's going to be okay. the next one. We went to a woman-owned distillery. Forgot the name of it. Um, we didn't get to go to Castle and Key, which they have a female distiller, not yes. woman-owned distillery. But the best tour, so the best ambiance and bourbon, in my opinion, was Rabbit Hole. Now the best tour. By far was Buffalo Trace. If you've never gone to Buffalo Trace Distillery, okay. no, I haven't. In Frankfurt, like listeners, listen up. If you like bourbon, like you could go to Frankfurt just for this. Like the tour was amazing. And there's well, I a, don't like bourbon, and yes. I've been on a tour, oh. and it it is just fascinating. Oh but, my gosh, <clears throat> so good. I think I've told. I mean, I don't know if I've told our listeners, but you know this that mm-hmm. when we homeschooled. I think we're probably the only homeschool family in Patch, Purchase Area Teachers in Christian Homes, um, (laughs) Patch membership. um, We're probably the only ones that took their kids on a tour of a bourbon distillery, but we did Woodford. Yes. And, I mean, our girls were little, and I don't drink bourbon. I mean, occasionally in a cocktail. they didn't either at the time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So their dad, they did, everybody, no matter your age, everybody gets a bourbon ball at the Mm -hmm. end of the tour, and so um, their dad ate their bourbon ball. Yeah. But it was that way. It was beautiful. They had a patio. The lunch was great. Yeah. It's just such a Kentucky thing Mm -hmm. that... um, and just the whole process. It's so many steps. Highly, like, high level of chemistry. You have to know, um, you have to know about the climate. You have to know, I mean, there's, like, geography. You have to know all that. And so it's really cool. And, like, just the aging process and patience about it. But the thing about the Buffalo Trace um, tour, like, they went into great detail about all that. But it was, like, the personality behind the tour. So yeah. our tour guide was Ernest, and he was, like, hysterical. Like, everyone was like, oh, he's the best. But there's <laughs> another guy who was on the documentary, and it's called Neat. And it's a... Yeah, it's a Yes, that. so it's so good. So I would, I would recommend that. And they're not on the bourbon trail and so every time Corbin would go inside because the reason why we actually visited 11 was because Corbin really wants all of the um well for the listeners there's a a bourbon trail passport and there's like 40 distilleries two different trails and so he wants to get all the the stamps and we got like 11 stamps but we really only went inside of probably like five you know um or so distilleries and so 
Buffalo Trace was not on. We didn't realize it wasn't on the trail. And so Corbin like runs back inside to get the the stamp. And they're like, oh, it's not on the trail. And he was like, that's okay. It was worth it. But it's a free, it's a free tour. So he's like, it's okay. It's worth it. I was like, yeah, because it's, it it's was free. free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it was really good nonetheless. So that was my favorite to tour. Favorite ambiance and favorite bourbon at that time was at least Rabbit Hole. Um, I think Woodford would probably, I mean, I probably, I, I yeah. love Woodford, um, the taste of it the best. Well, it's just, it is a very Kentucky thing. Yeah. And at this, at this juncture of the podcast, I would say, um, Whit and Ginger always encourage you to pursue sobriety. Oh, and yeah. Even though we talk about bourbon on yeah. our podcast, it is a very Kentucky thing, but scripture tells us to be sober and alert. Absolutely. So, yeah, I was sober. I did be, not be sober and alert. Yeah, friends. I want to put that out there. There was no, no non sobriety yeah. um, going on there. So, we, we, we were just got to pace yourself. So, well, and there is. There are some running events. I yeah. don't run unless someone is brandishing a weapon behind me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other people I hear yeah. actually run for exercise and enjoyment. Yes. yes and there they do. are some races that they run th- um, oh, yeah. from distillery to distillery. And yes. they don't drink at each stop. They it, they actually just run for enjoyment, which is so intriguing to me. But it is beautiful yeah. country out mm-hmm. there as well, with it the rolling is. hills and so those nice. stone fences. And there's like it's always crazy. like creeks and stuff with yeah. like that limestone water. It's good. It's good stuff. Well, definitely. thank you for sharing your adventure. You're welcome. You're so, welcome. Yeah, a lot okay. of Kentuckiness happened in 2022. Let's let's get on this. So let's get on we're it. gonna do. We've got your kicks of the day. There are no pearls of the day because it is just a boring old repeat for me. They're cute though. Thank you. It's my yeah. it's my triple strand vintage from Frenchtown Station. They're cute. Frenchtown Station, unofficial sponsor of Bourbon and Beignets. Frenchtown has been on here a couple times, so yeah. I feel like they should sponsor something. Yeah. At this point, we need to we need to well, make she's some giving shape. me some free stuff. Okay, well, uh, she's not giving you any free. They're stuff. They're a free sponsor of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> They have in no way sponsored the beignet. They have not sponsored the beignet. No, I'm kidding. um, Yeah, so Kicks of the Day, um, if uh, you're new here, we... I, I do a kicks of the day. I'm a sneakerhead. I love connect, collecting sneakers. So today I have some old school Vans on. They're forest green with a gum bottom. Um, I love gum bottom shoes because they don't get dirty dirty as easily as the white bottom. So. And I like Mike wore his Vans to church this morning. And he looks really cool in his old yeah. school Vans. I'm his like, are teal. Yeah. His are, yours are a little more... Yeah. Yeah. Forest. They are. They're super um, forest. Yeah. They're I, I, they're so comfortable though. Low the they're low top um, old schools by the way. So for anyone who doesn't bother to look on the Instagram or doesn't have an Instagram or Facebook, yeah. um, they're they're. Um, but they're I the lows. but I have a, but I have a KOTD. Yes, you do. I, you got to let them know, Jen. I, I have entered my Italian loafer phase. Yes. And I, I came into this phase because I am the setup crew at, at church. Yes. And so I, after five years of renting the theater, they, mm-hmm. I am now an official key holder. And yes. And so I get there first in the mornings, and it's pitch black, and it's, it's a little scary when I go in. Mm-hmm. And setup crew, I normally wear heels. Mm-hmm. Heels are not it when you're setup crew. So I have found... All these Italian loafers. And the first yes. pair I got, I need to do those as a KOTD you too. Should. I won't even tell you where they're from. I'll just tell you about the pair I have on. There you go. And my inspiration was Molly Sims, who is from Murray, Kentucky, mm-hmm. but has also been on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yes. 
And she had some black Italian loafers on, mm-hmm. and I follow all her Insta story, and I was like, oh, I would love some like that. So I click on it, and it's like Hermes. And I went, hmm, I wonder how much black Hermes Italian loafers are. Yeah. And then I clicked on them, and I was like, mm, that is not in my practice. It's not an option right not now. In, not in my practice. <laughs> never. Because I would never. never walk around in $795 black leather loafers. <laughs> so anyway, I found some at Coach. Yeah. And they were on sale, which yes. makes... It's like Jesus wanted me to have them. Yes, absolutely. So I'm wearing black Italian loafers from Coach, and they are so comfy. I can tell you, we have one listener who is one of one of my uh, friends, good friend, best friend, childhood friend. And when she listens to this, she's gonna be like, "Yes, Ginger," because she was (laughs) one of the people who was like, "We have a kick today," but. Uh, Ginger always wears pearls. You know I love pearls. She's like very, <laughs> I was always a tomboy growing up, and she was a very um, girly girl, and so she's probably going to be like, yes, Ginger, for the leather, the Italian yeah, leather loafers. I'm trying. Yes. I am trying to yes. mix it up in my, my I'm here for it. upper, middle, old age. That's what I'm calling it. You know, we're just, we're just going <laughs> to say in the age of experience. Thank you. That's it. You're, you're That's sweet. It. Okay, so here's the deal, guys. We are finally wrapping up yeah. season four. We are. And it's going out with the bang. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been one of the people that I knew that I wanted us to have. Yes. At the very beginning, I said, when we yeah. do this, we need to get this person to do this. And I agreed. And, yes, mm-hmm. you did agree. And, but we knew, I was like, it is going to, I'm going to have to twist her arm to do this. She, yeah. she says she is not <laughs> you comfortable. Were, you're yeah. almost down a church member. <laughs> I know. She was like, I may leave our church if you all make me do this. I was like, please, we only have like 30 of us. Don't leave. Maybe 29. Um, but anyway, let's see. I don't know how I'm going to do this. She Okay. So she is a dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do full disclosure. She is a dear friend of mine. We have known each other for many, many, many years. Yes. But our friendship only got really good about four years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was fine before, but it yeah. wasn't like a true, healthy, good, like the rooted one. Yes, a, a good rooted friendship. Yeah. Um, and y- have you ever had a friend that you just like? God sent me this person at this moment. Have yes. You ever had a friend? Okay. Yes. Okay. Hands down. This yes. person was that for me, mm-hmm. and like when she showed up at our church, I went, "Oh my goodness." God, like I would have not even imagined that this would be possible. Yes. And it was like God knew what I needed. Yep. And um, I'm not even going to cry talking about it, but like her, the way she has lived her life, like my girls, when it comes to like an example of health Mm -hmm. and kindness Mm -hmm. and being real yeah, uh, and doing the hard stuff. She is it. And my girls mention her all the time. They're like, isn't it great how God sent you this person? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it really is. Yes, it really yes. is. It, it, she is a gift. So that's the background. That's the background. It is. She's our final episode. Yeah. And I don't know. We'll talk about the next season later on. So yeah. without any more words from my big mouth, I am going to let my person... Tell this is your first question. You're going to do so good on this question. Your first question <laughs> is your name and your age. Go. 
I'm going to sidetrack it okay. just a little bit because Ooh, now I'm feeling like this is really God-ordained. Yeah. We save the best for last. <laughs> yes. I love it. Season, maybe. Yes. Yeah. You're our season finale. <laughs> yes. You are season yes. finale. Okay. Um, my name is Missy. Missy who? White. Okay, it's Missy okay. White. Yeah. Two last names. I didn't know. Uh-huh. Um, I'm 49 years old. Yeah. I'm going to be 50 later on this year. Woo woo. Lord I'm here for it. Okay, so that was your first question. You did great. Yes. See? Name and age. I didn't forget anything. Yeah. <laughs> the mic loves her, you can tell. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> okay, your turn. Quit. My turn. Okay, so uh, Missy, Missy White, what is your background? So, like, where you're from, where you live now, you got a husband, kids. Um, tell us whatever you want. What Tell the listeners and tell us whatever you want us to know. Live in Paducah, Kentucky. Nice. Born and raised here. Mm-hmm. Had a brief, um, in college, went to Murray State. So, had a brief yep. exodus Shoes from up. Paducah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For about well, four years. Nice. So, anyway. I am married 27 years this year, and I have a daughter that Mm -hmm. lives in Nashville and a son that lives in St. Louis, so I'm an empty nester now. Yeah, Yeah. that's fun. I'm going to get there eventually. (laughs) That's fun. My birds keep flying back. I don't even, (laughs) listen, every week, like every time I go and visit my parents, like don't get me wrong, I know it's difficult for them to have one child that is not anywhere close, but... They keep doing stuff that indicate otherwise, like, <laughs> like keep building stuff on the house and like enjoying themselves. I'm like, what? what? Are you kidding me? Are you you're going where? You going to Jamaica? Like, are you kidding me? No, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, man, it's always it, that's that's oh, that's got to be hard. I can't even imagine, but still, it's that time you can enjoy you know and And i'm a g mama to that's right i have grand dogs that's right my most precious christmas gift was a piece of artwork yeah that my son had created somehow some way with pictures of all the dogs on it well not only that like can't forget that part (laughs) not only that but like you can get into stuff that you couldn't get into when you were like having to haul kids to soccer practice or to Band recitals this is, and we're Missy's getting ready to enter enter her golden era. That's right. I love That's it, right. and I'm like I'm the cheerleader going. I just, you, you can do it. Listen, I'm just here to reap the benefits. I ain't even gonna lie. Like out of pure selfishness, it's like I absolutely am cheering Missy on because I'm like this is the right thing to do. But I'm like I feel like there's also some sense of like I would love to reap some of these benefits that yeah you know just having someone like Missy. As a friend and in my life is like how that's gonna manifest. So yeah. um, I'm here for it. I'm I'm here either way. But so um, we love yeah. your your impending emptiness adventures. Yes, isn't that I like it's, that. it's a teaser. Emptiness yeah. ventures. That sounds like a business. Mm-hmm. Start it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be good. I'll brand it for you. Brand okay, it. so yeah. you've gone through two questions, and don't you feel you're so at ease at the mic right now? Ish. Okay. Take <laughs> <laughs> it till you make it. Make it till you make it. At ease-ish. I love it. Okay, so here's your next question. Tell us, how did you come to know Christ? So, it's funny. I don't know if you all ever have these conversations with your parents where you're like, that is not my memory of that. (laughs) (laughs) But it is theirs. So, I really thought about this a lot. But, um, you know, both my parents grew up in church. Um, 
but I do not have any early memories of being in church with them. It was a neighbor who was married to a pastor at a church that um, had a bus ministry. Mm-hmm. The buses were Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Oh, that's cute. Wow. You know, my daddy drove Noah's Ark. Ours were Noah's Ark and Elijah's Chariot. But I, I like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I, I missed out on all that. Yeah. <laughs> in recent, in very recent years, like probably within the past two years, I realized that one of my good friend's husbands was the one that painted those buses. Nice. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, nice. that was kind of neat. I was like, I was on those buses. Matthew, I don't remember Mark, which one, but anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah, I just remember going with this sweet lady to this oh. church, mm-hmm. you know. And ultimately, um, my parents ended up going to that church as well. They were very young, sixteen when they got married and had mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because I think back and I'm like, they were probably twenty when I was hopping on this church bus. Mm-hmm. So Aww. they were just trying to deal mm-hmm. with whatever they were trying to deal mm-hmm. with. But um I just love that sweet lady. So yeah, that's kinda how that is that's awesome. like my I love memory that. of that. I yeah. love that. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. And ironically I'm here for it. I, ironically now you know, we don't have a bus ministry. We just have a little van that, praise God, its windows are tinted because there's normally tons of kids piled in it. We and and Missy is a vital part. Of I was our just about Tuesday to say, do you, do you think that's why, like, like Tuesday, the Tuesday night kids is such a like, like I I remember, uh, I think it was when you were kind of back and forth. I don't know if you were back and forth to Nashville. You were helping, you were helping one of your kids either move, and I think, you, and I was still here, so mm-hmm. I knew it was probably like two years ago, but um, or still here permanently, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep going. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna keep going. Don't me but I think you missed like maybe two or three Tuesdays, and I was like, "Where's Missy? Where, <laughs> where is she? I just miss her. Like, where is she going?" So, uh, but uh, you know, is, do you think that is one of the reasons why? Like Tuesday night kids are like that's why you invest the time into these kids is because someone invested that time into you or maybe that impacted your life as far as your like Jesus story. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. special cool. place for the kids. And I and I do think, um, yeah, I I've, I felt like I came full circle. Yeah. And almost even connecting with the Tuesday Kids Ministry, mm-hmm. I feel like kind of peeled back that layer, mm-hmm. you know, on like, yes. there was someone doing this for me. Yeah. You yeah. know? That's cool. And so, yeah. It, yeah, for sure. That's and what cool. I love about the, and that, okay, technically that was like question 3A. Yeah, okay. it was. Um, okay. But what, what's cool is, and I think it's just because of your background, mm-hmm. um, she like thinks of little things, you know, I think the kids might like this. Do you think they'd like mm-hmm. this? Or like her... <laughs> Her cake balls. Yeah. Oh my gosh! When yeah. she, you know, she'll she'll make oh, yeah. all homemade cake balls for the kids one night, and they just, yes, you know. So she's real yes. good about like she elevates the whole ministry by doing good stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Just anyway, okay, you're up next. Um, well, um, so how, well, you said how you came to know Christ, but is there, you know, is there a little bit deeper? Is it, is there a person who maybe has influenced you with that? You know, <clears throat> interesting. 
I for me or I would in general, say, it doesn't even have to yeah. be specific to. Well, you know. I'll kind of take you around the block on this. Yeah, I think um, I had really just thought I was living quote this perfect life. You know, I, I, I think to quote my husband, he was the first one that coined this phrase of fine in the foyer. Oh, yeah. We, and, we've used that on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our yeah. listeners know. Yeah. They're familiar with fine in the foyer. Yeah. yeah. Innocently, mm-hmm. you know, not realizing, I would say, um, like, I lived a really, a life of religiosity mm-hmm. and not really spirituality. Mm-hmm. And so I think... We build these facades. We build these walls around our heart. We build these facades of like, I'm going to do all this stuff at church and get my card punched and be there three times a week mm-hmm. and and just pretend everything's yeah. okay. And I was personally broken, which aren't we all? I mean, that's why we need God. Um, some stuff within our family, mm-hmm. you know, kind of crumbling and... I just thought I can't yeah. can't keep doing this. Yeah. And um so that was about the time I made my way to the rivers and yeah. you know, haven't looked back. But along that season of life, and it was really hard to think about this. I'm sure um God has dotted my landscape with yeah. different people. Yeah. But I think it I really woke up in this season of life. And um it's a book called The Voice of the Heart by mm. Chip Dodd. Nice. Really, really special. It's really so good. Read. Yeah. I've yeah. given out about 40 of these yeah. now. Yes. So correlating um, this timeline, I was able to start getting some professional and, counseling And for the help. listeners, for the listeners, this book has clearly been used. <laughs> I mean, like, like M- Missy has read this book several times. I think one of my... Beloved grand dogs got a hold yes, of it. Yes, yeah. season of anxiety. Look, he or anyway. she wanted to read it too. Another problem. <laughs> right. Dog wanted to get get some nuggets too. So okay. So anyway, this is the second edition, but I'm gonna read just a quick paragraph. Um, the book has a broad audience called humanity and speaks to those who look to rediscover. Getting emotional. Go for it, No, we like, we're all about that, so don't even worry. To rediscover the doorway into how their hearts were created. My intent in writing the voice of the heart has always been to help others be who they are made to be so they can do what they are made to do. The book's material does not change you. Only God can change you but it aids us in becoming more present so we can experience deep change. Yes. Snap. Too snap. you this book with. No, you haven't. I will take it. I can work on that. I like so, reading. so It is so good. Yes. yes. So I think that was really reading. pivotal mm-hmm. as I wanted to say, like I built this whole big facade, not mm-hmm. realizing, you know, um, what I was doing and... And I think it was the timing of this, the timing of getting some professional help on, mm-hmm. like, peeling back the layers of some stuff that had really affected me in my life. And then, um, yeah, so anyway, I think, yeah. I think because this was the point. And I think I'm still asking the question, what does God want me to do? Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. I was so busy being busy. 
Yes. And I wasn't. Yes. <laughs> I yes. wasn't really. And, and there was comfort in being mm-hmm. so busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I still try to seek that still small voice. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. I feel like and, we had a um, conversation about this too, like busy being busy. You know, and like, what what does that really mean? Like, what are you what are you doing when you're busy being busy? Well, we're you running, know? right? I was exactly. That, I look, was same running. here, girl. Same here. Same <laughs> so, here. Yes, I love that of like reconnecting to your heart. You right, know? right, and, right. Um, and so, anyway. Yeah. I love it, man. That's it. Okay, well, listeners, it was, we got to link that book. We're gonna link the book. Link the book. I mean, you know, you may be our most quotable guest we've For had. <laughs> so busy being busy. So busy being. Yeah. It'll first preach. of all, That'll since uh, all yeah, since since Miss Patsy, um, definitely Patsy had some bangers. Yeah, she Patsy did. had some quotes that I was like, this is literally what you do when. You're like the matriarch of everyone's lives yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Like, but man, we got some bangers on this well, episode. And it big was time. so it was so cool. Like when God put Missy back in my life. Yes. I had just wrapped up my therapy. Yeah. And so then she shows up like she's using so much of the same language. Yeah. That I would because you know therapy language is like its whole oh, its yeah. own vernacular oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. you know so. She's using a lot of the same words that I'm using. Yes. And so it it was just really just God's timing was just so good. And then, you know, this is very sad. My therapist passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I'd gotten to a good spot. So, Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I still grieve that and, and miss her. But... I'd still, I still continue to read books mm-hmm. and, you know, I follow, I do online therapy. I yeah. follow like a bunch of yes. therapists online and ironically, one of them is my cousin. Yeah. Um, nice. It's like my baby cousin of all of my cousins nice. on my dad's side. It's the youngest. And, um, she's really good yes. and uh, she posts so much good stuff on Instagram. And so a lot of that what Missy would say, I was like, she's just speaking my language. Yeah. Like, okay, somebody else is doing this stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. Definitely. Okay. So, you, um, that was a good answer. So, that was question four. See, you are over halfway through. <laughs> and you... And you're knocking it out the park. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, Love okay. It. This is question five for you. What is the best advice you've ever given or you've ever been given? And this can be spiritual advice or it can be life advice. It can be secular advice. It could be don't eat yellow snow. Mm-hmm. But um, what is what is your one bit of advice that you think has been your most impactful? It can be in the top three. You know, it doesn't have to be your number one. But I, I think for me, um, so I guess it's been about, four and a half years since I've really started this journey of uncovering mm-hmm. stuff. And it was at a point where, um, one, my daughter was already away at college. My son was a senior in high school and I had mm-hmm. so many regrets and, um, and it's easy for me to go into that shame spiral of beating myself up and shame um, spiral. That's their, their <laughs> yeah. therapy. I, I know. I yeah. know. I'm, I'm there, sis. I'm yeah. there. Shame it, spiral. Don't want to go there. And so, um, I had a friend tell me one time that the best thing you can do for your kids is get healthy yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think it's being willing to look at like, I mean, take 
explore that, you know, being willing to look at it's maybe not the ways we hurt or harmed our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's been so much um, a gift in healing, you know, yes. within those relationships and stuff. Um, and so it's when you know better, you do better. That's it. You know, so that's, that's kind of what I'm living out, you know, and, and recognizing that. Mm-hmm. And just hoping that carries on to the next generation. I love it. I love it. And this that analogy of like putting your your own oxygen mask yes. on before like helping someone else. And people always equate that to like physical wellness. And I'm like, that's all well and good. But like you you there's this mind body connection as well right i mean you probably know better than probably both of us <laughs> like a mind body connection but you know i said all that to say physical health is important but mental health is also is is we equally as important and to be able to have your kids see you like doing the hard work cuz it's hard work like like therapy is hard you know whether or not you're it's it's individualized couples group and no matter the type of therapy you know what i mean like it's hard work it's just hard work um to get better in any way shape or form and put that intentionality behind the goal um, well maggie and i were talking just this week we were on a walk and you know she's she's done her work i've done my work mm-hmm. and just talking about it and and we were talking about um another person that we love and and she was like I can't do their work for them right and um and she said I know that it would help this person Mm -hmm. and like I've provided the phone numbers but I can't make the choice for them correct and um and I said well because I think the person is a little fearful to start delving into mm-hmm. it. Because it's, and you, you know, I remember there would be days that I, I would know that I was going to a session and I would dread it. Mm-hmm. And I compared it, when Maggie and I were on our walk this week, I compared it to um, a really hard workout. Like I know yes. I need to exercise. I know at some point in the workout routine there's going to be physical pain Mm -hmm. but I know that if I will just keep my head down and do it that on the other side of it I'm gonna feel so much better Mm -hmm. and um it's almost like dreading that pain you know is coming but knowing you need to do it oh yeah and once you if you can just get over the the hurdle of knowing you've got to do it then on the other side of it you know there's never been a time that I went and did cardio that I don't I, I, that I regret doing cardio. Right, right, you know? right, and I right. Think, like going and doing the work on yourself, it's like yeah. you'll never regret doing the work on yourself. Yeah. And I think even the other side of that coin, you know, sometimes you've gone in, whether it's physical workout, mental workout, if you're going in, you're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for this therapy session. Or I can't wait for this cardio section session. And it sucks. And you're like, this is not what I anticipated. <laughs> I was not expecting this. And then you look back on it and you're like, oh, man, but this was like, look where my body went to. Look look how much growth I got out of that difficult, um, you know, just 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 the hard stuff, the, the the just the difficult realizations or like the things that you have to work on. Because sometimes it is overwhelming, you know, to have all this stuff you got to work on. And so, you you know, I've, I've been there, like I've gone into, whether it's a, a physical, you know, workout, I'm, I'm going kettlebell session, I'm kill it. And, and I'm, you know, I'm sore for like five days afterwards and didn't hit the PRs I wanted. Or I go into a therapy session and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this, 
this is gonna be a good one. I'm 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 pumped. I'm ready, you know, and I'm ready. And then comes out of it. I'm like, I gotta read five books and like do this and like you know, gotta talk to this person about this awkward. You know, it's gonna be awkward conversation, but you just gotta do it. And so in the end, you look back on it and you're like, even when I went into it with an open mind and open spirit and went through that difficulty. I, you still put in the hard work, even if you anticipate it, whether it's in good anticipation or bad anticipation. And so I think that, because I have been on the other side of the coin, like, and I think maybe it's like the, you know, that tinge of cockiness that I have, um, <laughs> that I like to call confidence, but let's be real, you know, a little cocky. And so it's your, it's your little Enneagram eight. It is yeah. absolutely. <laughs> oh my like, God. Oh yes. I mean, cause my husband's an eight too. And so sometimes it's like, I'm not cocky or I'm I'm just competitive or this, that, and other. It's like, no, we're we're both cocky at this point. Like <laughs> let's let's just call it what it is, right? And so, um, but sometimes I'm going into it like, you know, super confident and coming out and like, I do not want to do this next week, or I don't want to do this two weeks from now. And um I wouldn't say that for a physical workout just because it's hard. And so I always have to think about that and kind of going back to like, I gotta take care of my full self because how am I gonna be not only be the best me but be the best wife and you know mother and like whatever other titles go with the friend like that go with that um but also how am I going to make sure I'm okay you know yeah. if I don't recognize that there's some things that I have to address first so we love can only it. run for so long honey or try and numb it or shove it down yes or... <laughs> yes it absolutely go away there's no way around it Mm-mm. you can only go through it so. Write that one down, too. <laughs> Write that one down. I got down. it down. I'm writing it right now. Okay. You got it down. All right. So this one's kind of easy. Um, what is your go-to Bible verse that has influenced you or shaped you? So I thought about this because there's yeah. so many. There's yeah. so it's many. It's okay to it have hard. more than one. It's fine. And as, I, as I'm just talking about this, so I chose John 3.16. Yes. Maybe I wrote John. But anyway, yes, oh, yes, <laughs> yes. But so for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Yes. yes. So I think I can remember just hanging yes. to that as a kid, mm-hmm. but then also to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't imagine that, you know, the love that it would take. Mm hmm. Yes. Save others by giving up my child. Because so, yeah. I'm just too selfish. Yeah. Um, Very powerful. Like, yeah. And then, like, also just possessive over, like, the people I love. I'm like, I'm, yeah. just, I'm really bad you when know, it comes Easter, to that. Easter is my favorite holiday. Yes, and yes. every I mean, I write about it on my blog. And yes. I'm, I'm all about yes. Easter. And, I, you know, part of what I've said is, like, I've based my whole life on the fact that that tomb is empty. Mm-hmm. And right. so, of course, the holiday that's about the empty tomb. I'm going to be, you know, celebrating it big time. But, you know, as I lead up to Easter, I'm always reading scripture, listening to my Bible app, read, read me scripture about Holy Week. And, um, you know, this past, um, Easter, I shared a writing on my blog about, um, Max Lucado wrote it and it was about the silence of Saturday. Mm Mm-hmm. And how, you know, Friday, good Friday, it's big things happened on Friday. Sunday, big deal, because everybody's mm-hmm. figuring out the team is empty. But there was that time in Saturday yeah. where, like, everybody was like, okay, this is it. Like, I mean, we saw him raise other dead people. You yeah. know, he could have not even had to go to that cross. And everybody kind of went back to their 
what they knew before. Yeah. And they're just, they're all hunkered down. Mm-hmm. And it was the silence of Saturday. But I always, through Holy Week, and especially on Saturday, I always think about Mary, his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and how she just, yep. she didn't leave. Nope. You know, she was at the foot of that cross yep. watching it. Yep. Um, we could do a whole other episode about how when the going got tough, all the men ran except John. We could do and a it, season. And it was all those women <laughs> sitting there in the Honey, muck. Honey, we could the, do a whole season yes. on that. Not just an episode. Yeah, I, but, yeah, I guess you're you right. Know, I guess but, you're right. Um, we're going to leave that for next season. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah. We're, we, we're, we're not going down that rabbit hole today. We're not doing it. Um, but, you know, just that love Yeah. Um, in the context of being a mom and it yes. being your son. Yeah. You know, yeah. he chose to go, but then his earthly mom, I've yeah. always said, you know, when she, t- when God appeared to her and, or the angels appeared to her and spoke to her when she was young and was like, yeah. you're going to be the mother. And she was like, okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm. She probably had no idea. Nope. And we won't even get into that horrible Christmas song, Mary, did you know <laughs> about that? But uh, <laughs> I, well, I could do a whole episode on that that's, that Christmas song because uh, I cannot stand I, it. Corbin, but, Corbin always teases me because I don't like um, uh, Mary, Don't You Weep. I feel like all these songs with Mary are so taken in the entire wrong context. And a lot yeah. of them are like male writers. And I'm like... <laughs> You don't get it. No, but um, no, but that's a that is yeah. a level of yeah. maternal love and pain. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so John three sixteen, I love it. Okay, now this you've done all the hard questions. Yeah, I thought we were done. No, no, no. One more question seven. One more. It's the best. Well, I mean, I I don't want to say it's the best one because you know we've had these about Bible verses and life <laughs> advice and how you came your salvation like, story, how you came to know Christ. Right. Uh, but then I go, well, this is my favorite one. What's your favorite food? What's your favorite oh. drink? <laughs> no, no, but because it's called bourbon and beignets. Yeah. What's your favorite drink? What's your favorite food? They don't have to go together. It doesn't have to be like peanut butter and jelly, which is Whitney's favorite yes. food. And a glass of milk. It doesn't yeah. have to be done. Okay. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be alcoholic. It can be, you know, Yeah, it can water. be milk. Yeah. I, think I, just, I think this may be the hardest question. Yeah. Oh, I think I just <laughs> shoved this one out of my mind. Yeah. Um, um, I could be a carb junkie. I Ooh, love a yeah. good, salty, like, kettle-cooked potato chip. Ooh, oh, yeah. Really good. Do you like French onion dip? No. Okay. Not my type of dip. No, okay. baked potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Skins are the best. Yeah. So um, good. So yeah, my my probably politically correct church drink would be sparkling water. Yes. yes. I love some Pellegrino. Oh, yeah. and you do love thing. Pellegrino. Yes. I am I like you the also Greek love hot tea. You are yes. my hot. Oh room. yeah. True. Yeah, True. yeah. And an occasional glass of wine. But I think the thing as I was thinking about this. I love the experience mm-hmm. of food. Mm-hmm. Like it's the yes. nourishment yes. of sharing a meal with special people. Yes, you know, yes. That like Ginger's brunch last yes. week. Yes, but you like she was yes. around my table. Nice, but you like cooking too. I love to cook. Yeah, I think that's part of my Tuesday breath prayer. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it extends to Monday and Sunday, depending mm-hmm. on the menu. Yeah. But for our kids' ministry, it's yeah. loaves and fishes. Yes. Loaves and fishes because yes. just that. He'll work it out. Yes. We never we've know. gotten very creative before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, and we, we never, were running low on 
something. And we time. never yes. know how many we're going to have. Yes. We have yeah. 25, and last week we had like 52. Yeah. That, I, that was, I was like, this is, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. I ran out so, of party potatoes last week. Oh, I was very man. sad when my Dang. husband told me that. So I'm going to have to up my servings. Man. Okay, so let's let's recap here. So your favorite food is really anything carby. Kind of. I'm more gonna go to the salty, crunchy carb mm-hmm. than yeah. the sweet carb. Yeah. 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 And then French fries. Yes. Yeah. My Ooh. husband says he, some hot fries. She's never met a French fries she doesn't like. Me either. I'll <laughs> take know? them curly fries, waffle fries, all sweet potato fries. I'll take them with a little right. truffle oil on them. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 So good. Well, um, and then you, your favorite drink is Pellegrino, like sparkling water yes, yes. and an occasional glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is what I'll, I'll share. So yeah. two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago or is it three weeks ago that we were in Nashville? It's all a blur. It is a blur. I think it's three weeks It was ago. three weeks. It's yeah. three weeks. Okay, yeah. so we, Missy and two I months. went, <laughs> it feels like two months, <laughs> we went to the Thistle Farms National Conference together. Mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar with Thistle Farms, Google them. They do amazing work in Nashville. It is um, a nonprofit that ministers to women coming out of addiction, sex trafficking, car- incarceration, any of those three. Mm-hmm. And they've been going for 25 years. It was founded by a woman named Becca Stevens. Nice. And she started it in the basement of a church. She started it with five women that were um, coming out of um, sex trafficking and addiction. Wow. Um, She, they have... um, businesses they have mm-hmm. they make products yeah. that candles and lotions and I mean you name it nice. the women work it's a recovery program when she first started with those five women it's a two-year recovery program um three of the women they they and there's a lot of them were there sharing their stories one of the original graduates is there sharing her story nice. and one when that first session of those five women three of them relapsed all on the same day Wow. Yeah. And so so they tell the story and you know, nonprofits, hello, it's about raising money. Yeah. And they also they self fund a lot from their businesses. There's they social enterprises. Yeah. And, um but they very much tell their real story. Mm-hmm. And so um Missy and I went to that together. Part of the reason we did it is because in our ministry we are seeing so many people that mm-hmm. are either in the middle of trauma or have come out of trauma. Right. And I told her, I said, I feel like we know just enough to be dangerous. Like, I feel like we just need more training. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have a point where we sit down with other people at our church that mm-hmm. do ministry with us and just share with them what we learn. We both took notebooks and we are just taking notes. I mean, there were breakout sessions. There were keynote speakers. Mm-hmm. Everyone is sharing a story or sharing their story. You could get continuing ed hours if you needed them. We were just there for yeah. our church and our ministry. But we uh, it was very heavy mm-hmm. for both of us. And, I mean, there would be points that we were sitting there listening. We would both have tears in our eyes. I mean, at one point, the stories are so compelling. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like, I had a tear just, like, fall off my jaw. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I didn't even realize I was crying listening yeah. to some of the stories. And so many of the stories ended in victory and sobriety mm-hmm. and restored families and people yeah. getting their children back and all that. But it was very heavy. And mm-hmm. so 
the second night we went out to eat with Kelsey, Missy's daughter, and mm-hmm. we just went to this little local Italian restaurant that Kelsey had turned us on to. Yeah. And she brought her two roommates, mm-hmm. and in the middle of all of the heavy that we were doing, mm-hmm. to sit at that table with these cute yeah. little 20-something girls that are yeah. all professionals, they've all got yeah. grown-up jobs, and just to sit there with them, and we had some of the best Italian food yes. I've ever had and we had nice wine and then yeah. we got dessert and it was just mm-hmm. it was such like it was like a little oasis in the desert yes. because around us was so it was hot and dry and hard work mm-hmm. and then that little meal mm-hmm. together but that <laughs> those were some good carbs Yes, good carbs, yes, good were. wine. I tell you, yes, wine's great. Were. Yes, <laughs> love um, it. Yes. But that just love stuck it. out to me. Um, that I love it. Us. I do want to throw in here. Sure, Thistle Farms just released a documentary, so yes. check it out. Yes, <laughs> ooh, um, and I think it came out April first, maybe. But yeah, we got to see it there. We and were the so first. If you're looking nice. for more stuff about it. Check out. Their- is that the short? Was it? Is it a short film no, or is it? It's, a, it's, a, it's a, a full documentary. It's a full length. Okay, because I just saw something, uh, and I think I want to say it got a Sundance nomination, but it was a short. It's a short. No, I feel like forty it's minutes. Like an hour and a half. Okay, yeah. All right, we yeah. it released. Cool. It released on Friday. Wednesday night, we everyone at the conference got to watch it. And oh, that's it cool. Is, it that's is powerful. Cool. It is. It is worth the watch. And I, yeah. when I came home, I told Mike. I said. Everyone at our church that does ministry, especially our kids' ministry, mm-hmm. and and you know, but we what's cool about our church is yeah, you know, yeah, we have the kids' ministry, mm-hmm. and that's probably the most impactful thing we do in the community. But we have people doing all kinds of ministry, yeah, and it's you know, that's not yeah. a set schedule thing. Yeah. But so many of our people are out there just trying to love others well mm-hmm. and. But this documentary, it really gives you some insight on the body keeping the score. Yeah. You know, just trauma-informed care. Yeah. And uh, it is really, really... I I thought it was a great documentary. Mm -hmm. But I told Mike, I said, everybody needs to watch it. Mm -hmm. And it it just... It will... I don't know. I just saw so much of Jesus in that documentary. Yeah. I think it's hard and heavy. Mm Mm-hmm. And it gives me hope. Yeah. You know, it's good I stuff. think it's yeah. good to see it's good stuff. lives restored. Yes. So I would love to go back and watch it again. But yeah. I, yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Not yeah. yet. It's, yeah. It's, it's too soon for me to watch it as yeah. well. And, you know, and I got home and, and Missy and I, we were both, and you just feel free to pop in here anytime you want to like we're taking just furious notes because mm-hmm. it was almost like we were getting so much good information if our brain was a sponge, it was saturated by yeah. midway through the second day, and I knew we weren't going to remember everything. So we both, and it's we just haven't done it, but we want to sit down and go through our notes together and yeah. just review. But what's what I was going to say, the reason we haven't done it together, and this is so interesting to me, is I'm glad we did it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, and I might go back another year. I know I won't go back next year yeah. because we both got back. And we were, I was exhausted. She was exhausted. We were texting. I was like, hey, are you going to be at church Sunday? And she was like, uh, my back's gone out. Yeah. And then um, I was a Sunday morning, I woke up and I told Mike, I was like, I don't feel good. I'd, yeah. been, I'd been home a couple of days. I had not felt yeah. good. 
um, since I'd gotten home it's Sunday morning, I was like, Mike, I feel bad. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a fever. But right. Like, my muscles felt right. something was wrong. And he was like, well, honey, you've had a hard week. You're probably just, you know, run down. Mm-hmm. Well, Monday morning, I got up. I was like, I feel, I feel worse, you know. Yeah. Well, Tuesday, broke out. Never had shingles before yeah. in my life. Yeah. Got my first case of shingles. Yeah. Of course, you know, Georgia Lee's mad at me because I haven't got the vaccine yet. Yeah. Um, but it was so interesting that Missy's back went out for a week. Yeah. I got shingles and I was like, you can't tell me the body doesn't keep the score. Oh, yeah. Because I think we were both just absorbing so much yes. information. And while we saw lots of hope and restoration and we saw God working in mm-hmm. some of the darkest places, yep. you know, you don't come out of that unchanged no and no, i no, think no. that was just part of our body just we uh, hold stress sure. in so many weird ways yeah. like i think the first massage i got as an adult no maybe not the first but like the first good massage i got as <laughs> yeah. an adult one of my good friends is a um is a massage therapist in town and so she was like girl you are tight i'm like i know i work out and so much she's like no not that kind of tight like stress tight and I was just like okay whatever girl she's like well let me do this and so she starts massaging my butt and I was like girl ain't that kind of friend like what's wrong with you and I'm serious she went and added and she's like um women carry a lot of stress in their butts and so she like starts going to town and I was like oh my gosh this is where I've been carrying all my stress like in my butt yeah, well, it's, it's, your, it's your hips and your low back. Yes, and yeah. she's like, "That's like we keep ours in the trunk." And I was yeah. like, "Where do men keep them? Like at the top?" Yeah. Like, wow, that's yeah. that is crazy. Like to me, that's just so interesting. So, anyway, I, a lot of the times when my butt hurts, I'm like, "Yeah, long, well, today my butt hurts for a different reason." But you know, oh, yeah. long overdue for yeah. I forgot to tell the folks about the wasp. Yeah. Well, okay, let's close the loop. So anyway, yeah. I shared all that to say. Missy's favorite food and drink. She's yes. salty, crunchy carbs. In the middle of all that hard stuff, we had a great meal together. Yes. And we had good Italian wine. And then yes. we both came and our bodies were like, you're taking a break. Your your body is done. Right, right. Um, so. Right, definitely. Um, that's all we have for Missy. You did great on your seven questions. So Thank good. You. Yeah. That's we so good. we We're going to want to have you back. We got nuggets. Oh. Yeah. We got yeah. some good nuggets. So don't worry. We're we're gonna have another season and all your family is not off the hook. So I'm just <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've got we've got we've got plans. Yeah, we've been spitballing two other yeah. two other seasons that yeah. we, we've got to hash out for a little bit. So t- uh, that's the end of Missy's seven questions. Yes. But we do want to take this is finally the end of season four. If it you is. stuck with us, we're thankful. Yes. And thank if, you for and listening. If you think that you know somebody that might enjoy our podcast, we always love it. If like you listen to the podcast and then you go share it with someone. Yes. Yes. Please share, comment, like, like subscribe to our podcast. Um, it's on all podcast platforms on so Spotify, Anchor, Apple. Um, you pick it. We're we're on there. Bourbon and beignets. We're the only uh, bourbon and beignets. We are labeled podcast. We really so are. So that's it. Um, but yeah, I I just want to go back to the. So we normally the, match. We normally match, okay. right? And, and I tried my best, you y'all. I, I really did try, but there was a situation. Um, before I was set to come here today, um, me and my husband were at a at a coffee shop, and um, he like stops talking and he's like you there's a wasp under your skirt i'm just like <laughs> excuse me we're in public like he's like 
No, like legit. There's a wasp. I'm like stand up. I'm standing up. I'm like, there's not a wasp on my skirt. Like I'm like lifting my skirt up in the middle of public. So then, um, <laughs> and this wasp had kind of been badgering us, but we didn't think twice about it. And so I was like, oh, it must have left. I saw another wasp flying. So I'm like, oh, there he is. So I sit down. Wasp doesn't sting me right at that point. So then I, I stood back up and went to go feel on my butt. Y'all, the wasp <laughs> was under my skirt. I had to change. Um, I had a cute outfit that was going to match Ginge. Oh, yeah. so cute. Um, I mean, I, you know, I didn't even have tennis shoes on. I forgot to mention that. I had regular shoes. You I was going to wear regular shoes. Really? Yes. I never see that. I, I know. That's why I was like, oh, game changer. Well, I guess the Lord was like, nope, you said kicks of the day. So you're wearing kicks today. Um, I, long story short, I had wasp juice on my buttocks. And wasp on the shirts, wasp all guts all over my skirt. Um, the the wasp had it coming to him. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I yeah I had to kill the wasp inside of. You know what? You you can help my it. skirt. The, the delicious. That's that's it, man. Corbin said, you know, if you wanted a BBL, there was the easier way to do it. Uh, so. <laughs> So either way, um, you know, I, I feel like we all look cute, but I, I was having, I, I had a really good matching outfit yeah. and that is why um, I look like, um, I, look be, cute. I mean, it's cute, but it wasn't, it was not the outfit I had. That's and so that's just, you know, whatever it is what it is, but that's the story behind it, which is why like we aren't as matchy matchy today. I tried though. I, I appreciate it. It was a rush. We're just glad you showed up because you know the the, honey, the costume change yes, cost you a few minutes, and did. you could have you could have like thrown in the towel because you still have to drive back to Terrible Chattanooga. I do have you. to drive back to Terrible Chattanooga. Oh, that's yeah, the worst. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do get to stop by my in laws because I forgot some clothes there last week. Well, um, for Easter, good. So that'll be good. So, well, we appreciate you listening to yeah. Bourbon and Beignets. Season four is in, it's in the can. It's done. Yeah, yeah. Done. I love it when I use like the yeah. The terms. It's like earlier when I say hot mic. Yeah, it's a hot mic. Hot <laughs> mic. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're glad that you have stuck with us this season. Yes. We're going to take a little hiatus and plan content for our next two seasons. Yes. Um, as always, we always like to thank Called by God. Yes. They give us our intro and our outro music, and we are thankful for them mm-hmm. and that they share their great music with us. So check them out on Spotify. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, y'all. See ya. Take me. No, no, no.